Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Sold my soul to the devil. <laughs> Price was cheap. <laughs> it was cold on this level. It's twice as deep. It's two o'clock. I'm just about to hit the streets. Until I knock off this rock, <laughs> I don't get to eat. Sometimes it's like that's the only reason why I hustle. Step on toes, strong arm, and show a little muscle. Ain't no real though. That's why a nigga feels so frustrated. I hate it. Seeing bitch niggas that made it. I'm robbing niggas just as broke as myself. Fucking with Queens? Ain't too good for a nigga's health. Where's the wealth? I'm in New York. I got to make my rounds. I do whatever for the dollar. Fuck em. You know me. Count me grand.
of our lives Getting money was all we ever did Niggas love the will of y'all It's a regular knife Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial Number one video game podcast in Decentraland I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Silk Daniels And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Thundercat Fortner What's going on, man? Oh, I don't even know why I chose Thundercat. Even I'm trying to change the mood, man. Nothing, nothing's much, man. I'm glad to be amongst the living today. Glad to be above grounded, uh, and being number one in the Central Land. That would be dope. Um, but it is a weird, weird bit of a weird day uh, yet again. It is. Uh, it yeah. is a weird day, man. Like the news hit yesterday. Um. So, real quick, before we get into the the big show topic this week, because we're going to actually load up front this week, uh, we're a video game show. We get together, we talk about video games, talk about the news, the roundtable, sometimes the top seven. Uh, this week's a little bit different. We've kind of flipped it. Uh, we're actually going to be talking up front about the heavy news for the week. Uh, that really kind of broke both of our hearts. Um, uh, but, Todd, yeah, that was yeah strange, man. Strange to hear about uh, DMX, you know? Like, I would not say it's strange. I'd say it's fucked up. Uh, that's a better word. It's, it's yeah, unfortunately, better it's, yeah. it's unfortunately expected. I yeah. mean, just to kind of... I know we didn't talk about this beforehand. I'm still processing, you know, the length, the amount of time that he was held alive on um, life support yeah. with no brain activity and, you know... With, what that was all about you know what i'm saying like the philosophical like idea like would i just want them to pull the plug or just keep me alive for that amount of time like i'm actually glad in a way to see okay if he's not gonna live or be able to have any kind of quality of life that he you know he's free yeah me fly or give me death you know what i'm saying so but he was a legend um he is a legend I mean, in so many ways, I think I talked about it in Patreon. I mean, you can compare him to anything, but as far as hip hop is concerned, absolute legend, rest a beast of God. As, as as in uh, you know, shout out Curtis Tillery for for putting that in the group. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a that's it's just a fucked up situation. And I feel like fifty years old, he's still that that's too young. That's you way too I mean? young. Um, right. But yes, it, it we talked about it. Fucked us both up. I mean, that's. It, I don't think it would be solid if we didn't talk about it on, on the show this week and, you know. For, for sure, man. Like, I mean, especially because, like, DMX was one of those, like, artists who... I was at an age where I was still listening to my parents' music when I first saw the Rough Riders Anthem music video on MTV, of all places. Like, there was a heavy rotation on MTV. It was huge. You remember Rough Riders Anthem when it came out? It that 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 track was huge. It was being played everywhere, and it was kind of the first introduction, really. I remember to getting out of like my parents' music and into something that I enjoyed. And like DMX is one of those one of those artists. Like if you're of a certain age, you grew up with DMX. I mean, he was not only having he not only had records and had music everywhere at a time. He was in movies. He had starring. It's hard to explain to kids today, the younger generation who see DMX is like, oh, that's, you know, he's the, he's the hip hop artist who went on the breakfast club and gave that crazy interview. It's like, you don't understand that DMX was literally everywhere at a time and was the biggest hip hop artist in the world. 
He was the really biggest hip artist yeah. in the world at the time. He kind of took a Tupac to template too a little bit with the films and music the way he yep. did it, and he kind of almost stretched it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, like Romeo Must Die. That's yeah. like a fun I film. Like, I love that Romeo film. Must Die. Mixed up it, you know, you mix hip hop and uh, uh, kung, kung fuity and yeah. you know, R.P. Aaliyah type thing. I mean, people Cradle don't to the Grave. Recognize like Cradle to the Grave. I mean, Belly, one of my all time favorite. Hundred percent. Yeah. Point blank. Um, so just that side of it, I don't think people talk about enough. And I mean, whether you realize you were influenced by him or have been influenced by him uh, or not, whether young or old, I mean, it's little shit hitting in. Like we were just talking about it. Both didn't even realize at the end of bad trip, that movie that you suggested. Yeah. They play, you know, <laughs> y'all going to make me lose my mind. Lose my mind. That's in there. Like it's, you know. You don't realize or recognize. Maybe you've heard the Rough Riders anthem since it's come out. You know what I mean? And he was in a Deadpool trailer a couple of yeah. years ago. You, you, like you forget these things. Um, but it, it, also you forget like he was like a crossover artist in a sense during that time when he came out. Like white, black, whatever. Didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? You could connect to a song like Damien, the snake, the rat. The cat, the yes, dog. like that type of shit, and then come to find out the tragedy as as I've gotten older and listened to them, you know the actual true stories behind them, you know, and they felt authentic at the time. But it's like when he tells the story now about his introduction to crack, um, with being laced with weed at this age and how it's affecting him after he's lost his life or whatever, and then going back and listening to a song like Damien where he's sitting there describing the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog, and in a few in. It, 20 years later describing his first time smoking a crack getting laced by a friend as a this person being a snake so it just puts a little bit more um it's just a little bit heavier uh when you listen to the songs now so yeah man um i don't know weird day like it is weird man and like he was one of those artists that like i like even as i got older i still listen to because like i've always been into hip-hop always we talk about this on a regular but at the same time like dmx almost crossed over for me into a couple of different ways just because like you said it didn't matter white black didn't matter you were listening to you were listening to x but for me too like because i'm also like a heavy metal fan and i like certain types of heavy metal most of the heavy metal i like is like horror themed you know and that was the thing about dmx with like he had a really like dark sense of the world and especially those album covers. You remember the album covers for Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood? Like Oh yeah. I mean, that's a cool dark as hell as I Flesh of My Flesh. Yeah. And Blood of My Blood. When he came out there during that era with you know, drenched in a bathtub yes. full of blood, it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? The thing about it though was the album was dope as It fun. was so good. It was by far those first three records are still my favorite of his, but, and like, I'm, I think it made me kind of sad because we were talking a little bit about it before the show started, but like, I felt like if anybody deserved to come back, it was him. And I felt like he would have had a crazy, amazing comeback. Like, and see that, I know what you mean. I know you don't mean it like that. Maybe that I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that for a conversation. Maybe another day, or never talk about it. But as far as deserving to come back, I don't know. As far as just well, code of conduct, or it's yeah. certain things that though he's a legend, R.I.P. Earl Simmons. 
um, it's certain things as far as choices in life. In my opinion, I think that's important right now where it they don't need to be glorified. It is the well, I agree part, with part you of that. that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it yeah. is gone. It's gone on since the beginning of the time with rock and roll. Janis Joplin. We talk about this all the time. This is nothing new. In some ways no. it's kind of amazing that he made it to 50 with the activity. For and sure. It doesn't change it from being a tragedy. But right now, I mean, we can't be out here when we're looking at death toll tickers and shit and, and have true. the bandwidth for people uh, that's, you know, overdosing too. It's a weird ass time to live in. You know what I'm it saying? It is. Um, and it's not to talk negatively, like I said, well, that's, and, that's that nigga. But it's just, if anything, it's I think it's a teachable moment in a, for all of us. Well, and I think it's more of kind of what I'm referencing is like, you know, he was one of my favorite artists in the '90s, but then kind of like the underdog story of like you get yourself clean, you get yourself back, learn from your lessons, and you release something that's just crazy fire. But and, and see, but and that's, that's what, I'm what saying, I want to see. Where, where the way it's evolved now, I think, especially in the culture, hip hop culture, that story and it becomes recidivism. Yeah, that's also yeah. I can see what you're saying. And a narrative that needs yeah, to change. I agree. In my humble opinion, yeah, that we need to be very careful about glorifying in these times, especially now, man. The dope ain't the same, man. It ain't it ain't even safe no more. That like I saw somebody post some shit, man. He said it's so hot outside. I'm sweating like a DMX plug. Cause I mean, shit. I don't know, man. It ain't no telling what's in in shit nowadays. Trying That's to true. Pumping, pumping, fitting all. Not people, not the people themselves. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, but now, um, I don't know. I, I just appreciate you for starting out being down to start out the show though with for with sure the, the greatest intro of all time, in my humble opinion, man. That shit is for that sure. shit was fire. That's what I'm saying. It is. I feel you though. Like I'm not, I'm not shitting on what you're saying. I completely understand what you're saying. I'm an '80s baby, yeah. so the redemptive story. Like, of course, we're gonna gravitate towards that. But just to pin it specifically down to, like, if we recording this, I'm keeping it one thousand with my for sure. It's dude. only right now. It's only what I can't. If if I go out, if I all of a sudden fall out and have a heart attack from doing cocaine, with trying to imagine now I'm hanging out with Sonic. Don't feel too bad for me. Throw a party. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, Throw and a keep party. Pushing. Keep it moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just but don't don't sit there and just don't glorify that shit in any kind of way. Like, I made a choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Um, but and yeah, because you know, he could have died old like a like like in The Godfather. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also one of those things. It's kind of like the work that I did before I do right now, and it's you know I worked with addicts for a long time, and you know I know it's a disease, and I know it. It really is, you know, and that's kind of the whole, like, that That maybe lead more towards my heart in me being one of those, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sympathetic and empathetic to a fault, if you know what I mean. Well, I get it. And I mean, yeah. I am an addict, Brian. So, me like, too. This is, so, no, but you know what I'm saying, bro. You're, yeah. You're pretty, you're, you're almost, you're like, you're almost like kind of captain. Hey, but I'm addicted to food. That's real. We've talked about that. That's, that's I'm addicted real. No, to food. That's real. There is yeah. a correlation, but it's no comparison to like the correct. Drug. And that's what I'm, I started correct. off saying. I'm not saying even with him, like his story though is so fucked up, and you yeah, hear it that's over true. and over again. Yeah, like th- yes, this is that the narrative end of that does need story. to change. Yeah, this is the end of that story. Like if we don't learn, like that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the that's the end. We can't sit there all and then not everybody pay his records again. Like we're gonna do. I did the same thing. I'm gonna Me be, too. I'm not, I'm, I mean, that's part of the game. I'm just saying. 
but it's like there are other stories. I mean, just what's the difference between this damn near from Michael Jackson mm, and Prince. Prince or like Demi Lovato damn near. We'll see how that pans out another 15 Didn't years. Didn't she do a video she, recently where she recreated her overdose? I, I, I don't know her that much. I don't pay attention to it. I think I read about that it's, somewhere. It's just a, yeah, it's just a weird, yeah. tragic thing that happens. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and I, I don't know. I was even thinking, I know we, fuck it, we just talking. And thank you for listening to this point. Really appreciate it if you made it this far. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. You are already part of whatever. But, like, um, this is what we do. We also talk about whatever fuck we like. 100%. But, uh, like, the whole Hollywood curse in general I don't know man I lost the point it just the whole thing is just it just fucks me up and it oh no the point was like it makes you think like we all chase after money and fame and power right we do like a lot of these people even if they have money they may die in a tragic way we got the Robin Williams and everything else like that you know what I'm saying or even like some of these people die broke depressed and high 100% it's just a weird thing you know what i mean like just going like that's the sad part too like dmx you go back and look at dmx rocking like a woodstock crowd yeah dude waves of people that we may never see in our lifetime again collected together like that um just the excitement of that era the crossover nature of like you know the motorcycle culture that was going yeah the the motorcycle culture was coming out you know like and, and showing a different aspect and different template actually to give him credit of black culture yeah. because that's something that a lot of people didn't even know that existed in you know in a certain coast um but yeah man i don't know it's just a like i say man i can't say it enough uh rp earl simmons and i mean part of me is kind of probably going through that th- those those stages of grief i guess because i told you man i've been an undercover dmx fan for like 10 to 12 15 years almost because it's just it was hard it was hard to, you know, talk about it. I mean, he was getting older, and I mean, you were in prison most of the time, and, well, and then you go on to Breakfast Club, and your interview is just all See, over the place. I remember that? I don't even remember that. I remember watching a, it was like an Ayana Van Zant. I read a couple of her. Was it the, the Breakfast Club? Yeah, it was an Ayana. Well, I, I, it probably was yours. You probably referencing something that I, I'm just not pulling. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but it was an Ayana Van Zant um, show a few years ago that. His son was on, and it was kind of like I may be referencing that. And uh, it just like I get it, like I, I I can relate. You know what I'm saying? Like shout out to my father, who I know will not be listening, but I mean I know he hear me in his heart. Like I I don't know. You it, it's the same shit that you see in a lot of families. It was just kind of magnified because it's DMX. Like yeah, like you get it. It's intervention. That's all. It was literally a. I remember that. I remember that. That's right. Yeah. And and when I seen it, it was like, okay, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, but all the great things that he did, none of that changes his legendary status. It's just a tragedy, like Shakespeare. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's and it's something that I, I naturally I think we had to sit down and we had to and talk, just talk about, about it, and work out. Right. Like I mean, DMX is just that dude that like, oh. It, it, the credit is where credit's deserved for sure. And you're right though. The narrative does need to change. And I agree with you. I a hundred percent do. I mean, it's just, it is a tragedy. It is a tragedy. Um, I mean, somebody posted a video the other day of him hanging out with his daughters and you got to see the real like human side of him. 
where right. he was trying to be a father and like I don't know he had what fifteen kids I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, that's not cool either. I don't like that <laughs> having fifteen kids. That's a lot of kids. I mean, I'm not mad at. I get. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. That's just obviously that's not my style. That is a uh, some very very powerful uh very powerful gen- gen- genetics on that side. Wow. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, leave, leaving it in. That's some nut busting right there. But I mean, one of the most beautiful videos that I saw was uh him with his daughter and on yeah. like this slingshot I, that's one of them i saw yeah that's that's saw. a beautiful yeah, video like, i'm not bro, and i'm not mad at him but i'm not you know how have how many kids you want i don't care like love the kids tired love the kids i you know whatever but it's there's a that's what i'm saying there's a narrative and there's especially in hip-hop that's even been presented globally where you know it's destructive it's self-destructive and, and it's an issue like the legendary status of him is he gave a foundation of truth and reality, um, you know, that hopefully we can learn from and build upon. And, you know, just like every generation, because I'm an old fart now, so it is what it is for me. These are motherfuckers from my generation starting to drop. Like, I ain't too far behind. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that whatever it is when it happened to me, you know what I mean? Like, it's something good to learn from. Maybe you could go back. Or if, you, if it's something tragic, it's something to learn from. But don't sit there, sit around and pretend to fuck with me. When, when you didn't really fuck with me and don't, yeah. don't tell a different too much of a different narrative when i go away and the same shit that we, when he was alive that's pretty much how i feel now like i love that the art um it's a tragic story yep. it's something we can learn from but it's only so much that i can i mean this is the show we're gonna do on it you know and that's like i, I don't see it coming up too much again like it didn't before unfortunately we got the land of the living to worry about in the in a real tragic world i'm trying to set up the future central land and make me a, a fucking casino in the virtual world pretty soon anyway so maybe i can now I'm, I'm totally got thrown off with <laughs> let's do an online <laughs> skip the tutorial casino <laughs> let's set up our own online casino make a ton of money but now let us know your thoughts on it too because we do want to hear from you guys uh skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com stt underscore pod Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Um, and as always, we got the Patreon where we actually had a real, I think we went like an hour and a half today on the Patreon. So if you want to check that yeah. out, Patreon.com backslash STT pod. Like totally, totally worth checking out, in my opinion. I subscribe to it, Todd. I subscribe to our You're own a Patreon. I'm a subscriber. Yeah, man. I- Go ahead. I mean, it's so just I was sad. Ask you if you had any other thoughts. Nah, man, it's just a tragedy, dude. Like, I mean, just overall, it's just a tragedy. Like you said, I think you summed it up really well. It's overall pretty sad. And, you know, it hit me. I, I think personally, it kind of hit me in a weird way that I didn't think it would. Where, like, and I knew it was coming because I heard about him on life support after an overdose and having a heart attack. And I'm like, well, he's 50. He's got long-term drug abuse. You know, that kind of thing, like, you usually don't bounce back from. It's it's just not, you know, and I worked in a hospital long enough to see those cases come in. You know, and unknown people, not celebrities. It's like, you know, they're sitting in ICU on the, the life support. and But then even when I heard about it, like, him dying, dying, I was, it still hit in a weird way. Like, and I still kind of expected it. So, I think right. it hit me in a weirder way than I thought it would. Because, like, DMX isn't one of those people that I've thought about in a long time. You know, it's, like, 
but then I just like all those memories came flooding back of listening to his music and being on the bus and the way he used to end his uh, albums with those prayers. So, right, right. Well, and then that's the thing. He might not have been on the forefront of our minds, but it's always a constant reminder how much he was kind of fabric of our generation and time and culture and everything like that. And it's a reminder. And again, thank y'all for listening. I know this is definitely a different show. We do have video game stuff and all kinds of culture stuff to talk about. We'll be bringing it back most likely next week. You already know what time it is. It's a backlog of that shit, but we appreciate you rocking with us and yeah. actually giving the proper respect. All that shit that I talked, we did a whole show just dedicated to DMX and I just wanted to play one more thing for you guys before we leave out. To never forget, we can't focus on the positive of everything. Um, but here it is. Butterfly in the sky Come on. I can go twice as high Let's get it on the hardest reading rainbows ever gone for sure hey man stay humble for sure for sure all right you ready to talk about some games we've been playing this week yeah man what you what what you got on the list this week man what you got playing nothing <laughs> boom nothing. uh here it is Nah, I mean, we already talked about it. We'll, we'll bring it up more, honestly. I think I was talking, I've been talking shit about Valhalla. I fell off on playing Valhalla with everything that Xbox Game Pass got going on and triggering my ADD. Um, and now I'm back on Immortal Phoenix Rising to the point where I'm like, okay, whichever one I beat first is going to be the Ubisoft game of the year for me, I think. Um, and I don't see how I'll, it's, it's just going to be easier for me to beat Immortal Phoenix Rising. So I've been fucking with that. As far as gaming is concerned, um, I got on a little bit of Call of Duty, the old Modern Warfare. Yeah. And fucked with that with my a little bit, but I'm thinking about getting Black Ops, but I'm trying to hold off to getting the. Um, Immortals is amazing, by the way. It's just. Yeah, no, it's it really what, is. It it not really is. one of the underrated yeah, titles I'm, last year. And straight up and down, no question about it. Um, it almost feels like one of those template games that they may use to like yeah. build on top, build other games, which is always fun to deal with. But for sure, it really is. Um, it really is really a lot of fun I'm having with it. And I, I'm gonna save it again, you know, for when I I get a little bit further. Hopefully, I'll probably finally have it beat by next week. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. If anything else kind of captures my attention, but other than that, I kind of been gaming. I'm more so uh, like not really been gaming. I'm trying to prepare and drop about 18 of these stocks like thinking about getting rid of my netflix stop yeah bank of america pepsi boeing like a few other things this week to get ready to uh shift some shit around i've been kind of dealing with shit like that this week so like i haven't really been gaming as much i still kind of I, I don't even want to talk about it on the show but you know i've been talking that shit shout out rudy uh as far as my little 2k thing i still kind of want to show people a little bit for of sure beforehand just because it's a little bit of fun but i've been so caught up in 
gaming and back in the comic books. Like I already told you, like the one run that I really got excited about was King and Black, where yeah. uh, Venom becomes Captain Marvel. Like I've been reading that, and uh, I went back. I've been reading the Marvel. I actually been reading the Marvel versus Avengers. Um, little mini mini novel thing whatever the fuck it's called i forgot yeah. yeah uh just getting back in the comic books and shit like that a little bit more this week and, and other general entertainment not so much gaming but i know you're being excited because your crack finally came out now i've been on my little crack binge for a c- couple of months with this old stupid ass current gen 2k5 while i wait on this chip shortage to stop running out so i'm not pressured to uh <laughs> Uh, so pressured about getting the PlayStation Five, which seems to get be harder and harder to get. But I know your crack finally came out that you want to talk about, so I'm gonna let you breathe on that. Finally so, got you know. to it too. After a couple of weeks of insanity, I'm back on the Monster Hunter with Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, yeah, I gotta say this just off the bat: Monster Hunter Rise is probably my favorite Monster Hunter so far. Um, I really loved World. I loved Generations, Ultimate, and Four, and all those, man. But Monster Hunter itself, Monster Hunter Rise, is kind of this great mashup between Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate and Monster Hunter World. They do an excellent job with it. I'm playing it mostly on handheld right now, and thank, thank the Lord that I bought these for my Switch some time ago. They give me the better grip. And, you know, make the controllers a little bit easier on my, my, my ginormous hands, especially with those little Joy-Cons. Um, but I will say this, the things I like about Monster Hunter Rise, I think me and Bob were talking about it back and forth a little bit the other day. Um, the combat is absolutely amazing and intuitive. They've done some incredible improvements to the weapons. They've done some incredible improvements to the movement, especially, especially with the Palamutes, the, you know, you got the Palicos, which is your cat friend, and now you got the Palamutes, which is your dog friend, and you can ride your dog around the map. It makes it a lot easier to move, so you're not having to waste up stamina. Um, they added a new uh, mode called Rampage Quests. The Rampage Quests are actually kind of incredible. It's almost like a horde, a horde mode for Monster Hunter, where you go in and you set up your little base, and all these monsters come out, and there's one giant monster at the end that you got to fight. Um, and you can upgrade the weapons and you can upgrade the different, uh, horde mode weapons that you can use, uh, in that scenario itself. I absolutely love it. Um, it gives the whole upgrade concept to the game, a whole different story. Uh, they've actually separated the missions off into hub missions and village missions. Village missions are a lot easier and they're specifically designed for single player. Uh, hub missions are specifically designed for multiplayer. So it depends on what you want to take on. Of course, I've been taking on some of the hub missions solo. Um, I'm going to get on multiplayer eventually. Right now, I'm trying to figure out my build and figure out where I want to go with my Switch Axe. Um, you know, having that Palamute, that permanent mount is kind of incredible. And the new wire, uh, the, the wire bugs, the wire gameplay, it, it does bring a whole different kind of level to the way you can transition in the map and when you're fighting monsters. One of my favorite things is, if you get thrown by a monster up in the air, used to what you would have to do is you could recover from it uh, pretty quickly. You could roll, hit the ground. But now, if you're literally in the air, if you hit the ZR trigger, the ZL trigger, and B, you'll use your wire bug, and it'll reposition you where you'll land on your feet, and you're ready to strike again. Um, it's, it's They've really streamlined just so much of the Monster Hunter series with this. 
This one definitely feels more open. It feels um, as far as to beginners. This is the one that I would recommend for beginners. There's, there's, especially if you were thinking about getting into Monster Hunter now, Monster Hunter World's a good one if you've got some guidance from somebody who's been playing it. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, same. If you had somebody who's been playing it and they can guide you through it, it'd be great because there's a lot that goes on in Monster Hunter Generations that is, um, you know, unless you know what you're doing with the different move sets, uh, you could get lost in it pretty easy. This one is very, very straightforward. Um, there's a lot of streamlining of it. They realized, hey, people are not here for the storyline. People are here to kill giant monsters. And that's what this is. I've been playing it every night this week since last Sunday. And I've been running my Switch battery down to nothing. The The console's been going to sleep on me every night. Um, right. And then last night it was, I literally <laughs> sat in the living room with the console in handheld mold, mode listening to DMX while hunting monsters. And that was, it was kind of perfect. It's my, it's my therapeutic crack addiction, uh, monster hunter. That's, that's what this is. I love it, dude. I love yeah, it. Bro, I already know what time it is when monster hunter comes out. You and Booties yeah. Bob, uh, shout out to Booties Bob. Shout out to all the booties out there. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but shaman, uh, mm-hmm. I, I still, I know I still owe you $26 and 67 cents. I mean, so have y'all got a chance to really? No, not get yet. Together, or you've been playing by yourself. I've been playing by myself. I'm going to chop it up with them probably tonight. I'm going to try to get okay. on there, and, uh, play some multiplayer tonight, this evening. Some really, really jump on there, and I'm probably going to mess around by. I got the little plug for my Xbox controller that goes into the back of my dock for my Switch, so I'm probably just going to use my Xbox One controller, play it on the monitor itself. Um, but a uh, man, I just say I absolutely. The artwork, the monster design, some of the new move sets, some of the differences that they've built into this one—absolutely incredible! I love it. And see, you brought it up though, but see, I think that's what I'm saying about um, as much as I love Valhalla, as much as I've been talking shit as far as it being the best um, Assassin's Creed for me, and maybe I'm just subconsciously hating on it because I don't want it to take over this, my spot for Origins. But legitimately, I think it's also the fact that Immortal Phoenix Rising on the Switch in particular for me has just been a great overall experience. It's it got my game. Switch back in my hand. Yeah. Anything to get the Switch back in my hand. And my son arrives like, I mean, I, you probably can't see it. Like, I got the, I, I tried to demo out. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I fuck with Monster Hunter. Not quite like, not even close to your level. Y'all are like fucking Monster Hunters. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get on that point. But would you say, how would you feel for me? I know you said it would be a good entry point for people that have never even played. Like, 100%. I played a bit, but you think, you know, this is still one that, that would be worth the ducats for me to, to yeah. invest in? Put yeah, some, this uh, one, because it's it's got more of you're allowed to switch your weapons and kind of figure out, like, what's going to be my build. Me, I'm a switch yeah. axe guy. I, like, that's my main weapon. That's always been my main weapon. Um, but it is one of those that it's... You know, whether or not you want to play the hammer or the, you know, the great sword or even, you know, just the bows. Like, it's whatever you want to play. And this one is much more streamlined in a way that, and it's much more straightforward. So, the I know that the issue with a lot of, like, Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter GU is it still had those moments where it was specifically designed for Monster Hunter fans. And this one feels much more in the open. Like, 
let's bring other people into this. Um, and I will say that the village quest, because they're great for single player, they're way easier. They're, they're, you know, they're not as hard. I'm, I'm killing, you know, four star, five star monsters in 10 minutes, maybe like on average. Um, but they're really good. It's a really good way to get started. And of course, the only complaint I've heard is there's not a lot of end game to it, but you can see where they've built in to put in end game to it. So. Um, I'm loving it so far, man. I, I don't even know how many hours deep I'm in right now, but I'm going to be on this one for a while, which sucks because I've got Bravely Default 2. I've got the new Abe Oddworld game on the PS5. I've got Hitman 3, which I haven't even started. So I've got a bunch of stuff that's going to back up. I think somebody posted a meme in the tribe that said, yeah, I was going to play all these games and then Monster and it came out and it's like, you know, 5,000 years later. I'm still playing Monster yeah, Hunter. You, I mean, and you balls deep into Monster Hunter, which we knew was going to happen. I, and I, it was comes up another point. I, I find it interesting how we both found our ways back to our Switches a, mm-hmm. a little bit in the midst of everything that's going on with the Game Pass, PS5, Xbox. Uh, you know, it's still standing strong as far as the Switch. Like, I went and visited my partner yesterday. Shout out Peasy, JPZ, who brought me to my first QuakeCon out here. I uh, can't wait till that ever comes back and see me what happens too. since uh, Microsoft acquired uh, Bethesda. That, that's just whatever. But he just had a little girl fucking, well, she's probably like eight months now. Little boy, a little bit over a year. Beautiful little babies. But he's finally talking about getting like a next gen console because I mean, he still, I think, got like a PlayStation 3 or whatever. Like he's a retro, he still got retro systems. He was like, man, I'm looking into getting a Switch. And I still had to tell him, I said, man, that's the one that you need to get. Not a PS5, not an Xbox, yep. not a laptop, not a PC gaming system, not anything else. I'm like, you need to get one of those because it's still solid, in my humble opinion. So it is I'm by far. It, I think the Switch is probably the most, I think it's probably the best handheld system ever made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, just top to bottom, just incredible what they did with this and i remember when it came out like the jokes around it and people were like what the hell is this and now everybody loves it like everybody loves a switch and i love my switch every time i pick it up i love it all over again you see the crazy part like i I think i purposely stayed away from it because of some of the defects in it where you know you got the sliding joy cons and everything else but unlike most things in life because i'm pretty hard on on shit still to this day the fact that I can still just pull this out pretty much stock mm-hmm. how it came out of the box. It works just fine. Yep. Everything I still use the regular just I barely ever dock it. I don't use any other controllers. I fuck around. I never even bought the pro controller. Like I purposely got this so I could walk around and play with it wherever I like. And that's generally how I like to play it. Even though it's dope when you dock it. Like I can hook yep. it up to this monitor right here and it'd be fun. I love the option of it. But being honest, it's just like yeah, uh, the grips are something just, I would recommend for anybody, though. These are amazing. Right, right. Yeah, right. That, but that's absolutely. I'm I'm saying there are wonderful accessories to it. But for me, purposely, like I'm grateful. Yeah. Purposely, well, I like, play where like I can. That's what makes it. I barely me, play like, it. The greatest handheld ever. Yeah, I barely play it docked myself. Nine times out of ten, it is ninety nine percent of the time it is in handheld mode that I'm playing it. Heck, dude, I played all of Xenoblade Chronicles uh, in handheld mode. Um, just all whatever sixty something hours that I put into that game, it was all it was all handheld mode. Um, Primarily like fighting games, I think I would play it in dark mode. But other than that, like 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Breath of the Wild, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Yeah, I played all of Breath of the Wild. Handheld. Oh, hell, hell. Yeah. Like, even though it looked, I, I think it's one of the prettier games on Doc Mode that came out. On For Switch, sure. But I like I it, though, man. I did a little bit of Astro Chain too, just because that's a fucking amazing game. But, but man, yeah, just that's pretty to, much all I got for as far as gaming. Me too, man. You want to talk about some news and then wrap up the week? I mean, yeah, it's just a weird episode because DMX died, man, and I'm I need to go get some wine or something and yeah, some crack, I guess. And <laughs> no, don't do that. Fucking- wine is okay. Um. All right, next. Next piece of news? How about first piece of news? I haven't even talked yeah, about Yeah, news theme. News theme. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Chamkine Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right, here we go. PlayStation 5 exclusive Deathloop has been delayed. It has been delayed. It is, developer Arcane Lion, Lion said it was committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop while ensuring health and safety for everyone at Arcane. So they have officially delayed Deathloop. I know zero about that game. I've seen the images. The images look cool, but that's really it. That's a great piece of news to start out with this week. Death Loop. Death Loop. Oh, God. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Next, oh, I love it. <laughs> next piece of news. Resident Evil Village second demo has uploaded to the PlayStation Network and remote play controls revealed. Um, so we're nearing final release for the next Resident Evil game. It's getting a lot of attention. People seem to really, really be be ready for this one. A new Resident Evil game. New Resident Evil game. Um, Next piece of news as far as PlayStation Now. New games for April 2021 on PlayStation Now. Marvel's Avengers, Borderlands 3, and The Long Dark have all been added to PlayStation Now. So it looks like PlayStation's trying to up their library on PlayStation Now to compare to Games Pass. So they're they're trying to get newer titles. I saw that. I did get excited about Star Wars Unleashed being on PlayStation now because yeah. it's one of my favorite fucking games ever. But and I almost fucked around and got the trial. I might get it, but I already know the game plan and the story in the background between PlayStation now and their failed cloud, not completely failed cloud um, uh, project that they even they started years ago with PlayStation now. But the latency and just that initial impression that i got from playstation i is stuck just like games passes has stuck the difference is one is negative and one is positive that was mine and too playstation now was a very negative perception at the go for me i think what well, what's an uh, akuma was one of my first games i played on playstation now which i love that game but that experience just sucked in comparison um and like i said it's just sony's cloud isn't as good sony just still has an advantage as far as Exclusivity and people willing to give hand jobs for PlayStation files behind Hobby Lobbies like Brian. But, Pretty um, much. <laughs> I'm just that was me hating. That was me hating. Um I can't nobody even wants a hand job for me for PlayStation. But um <laughs> if you do, just write us on iTunes and, and put a review and, and, and we can see if we could work some shit out. But um 
I mean, ladies are welcome as well. It doesn't really matter. Just whoever has a PlayStation 5. So that's what they have. But with Game Pass, I don't know. It's making it a little bit easier because Game Pass is the future, in my humble opinion, in a lot it of is. ways. Where if, if Sony were to get right with PlayStation now and figure that shit out, they got it. I mean, I like their catalog. Don't get me wrong. I actually like PlayStation Now's. Some of the choices in there are pretty dope. Like that yeah. Star Wars Unleashed, I almost got it just for that. But the way Games Pass is coming up with things, man, is is kind of ridiculous. Well, so, and Games um, Pass is. I mean, speaking of that, the next piece of news is the new stuff coming to Games Pass, and it's just like some of the stuff coming here. Okay, so first of all, on cloud is Disneyland and Rush. Which are both Disney games. But listen to this. Console coming in April. NHL 2021 and The Show 21. MLB The yeah, Show 2021. Uh, cloud console and PC is Rain on Your Parade. PC is Pathway. Console and cloud is Grand Theft Auto 5. That's coming. Um, and then cloud console and PC is Zombie Army 4. Dead War. I've never played any right. of the zombie army games. Um, I know they have a dedicated fan base. There's a lot of there's people that really love those zombie army games. So I'm glad you brought that up because I did see that and I was curious. I might fuck around. I just got so much shit right now yeah. on there that I, I'm still trying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so much. Like I still want to go back for Need for Speed and fuck with it a little, little bit. Like I mean, I'm tempted to download Fallen Order just because that's one of my favorite games. Period. Like and see that's what Games Pass has. Like PlayStation now has Star Wars Unleashed 2, which is and arguably better in some ways than Jedi. But I gotta go back and play Jedi again because I really fucking love that game. I mean, the Star Wars nerd in me, it, it just hits a note and it's just new. Um But yeah, man, I mean it's just it's just a lot. Control, if I could never get through that, that's a game I, I wasted sixty dollars on if I would have just would have been more patient. Times is a changing in, in some ways it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but it brought me back to to the point with PlayStation now giving out Marvel's Avengers. Like, I just don't think that's enough right now today to compete. But I will admit this. This is the truth. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to piss somebody off, but I don't care. Like, Outriders, I was not bullshitting. That demo alone made me want to go back and play Marvel Avengers if I'm yep. waste time on a repetitive kind of game like that. And I actually am one of these suckers that's kind of waiting on Black Panther to come out because... There's something about that boring ass, repetitive, horrible Square Enix game that does work right though, and is kind of fun. And if I could, and I don't regret spending money on it for playing the storyline. If they could just give me a little bit more with Wakanda, hopefully, especially if I get my hands on a PlayStation Five, I think I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think like them giving it away on PlayStation Now is going to bring me to PlayStation Now over what Xbox is doing either. Um, so I don't know. These are just interesting grand times in a way, I think, to uh, be a gamer in, in general. So, yeah. I mean, I 100% agree with you. I really do. Um, I got the list. Are you Can we go through this list real quick? Metacritic yeah. has released 31. There are only 31 near perfect games, according to Metacritic. According to Metacritic, these are the 31 nearly perfect games. Let me get your thoughts on these, okay? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. For sure. I love it. Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. It's a classic in my opinion. I like Metal Gear Solid 2. Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Classic, Gr- right? Gran Turismo. 
I mean, it's it's one Fair. of the greatest racing games of all time. Legend of Zelda, so, uh, exactly. Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. I love The Wind Waker. That's by far. I'm just trying to see if there's anything on here we would disagree with. Half Life. Well, I heard of it. Well, some of them. Oh, Half Life, not my shit. Haven't played the. I didn't play Wind Waker. See, this is the thing. So it's not some of these. I I can't. Even, you you can confirm. Yeah. In, in a certain kind of way, and all these. Some of this it is subjective. Uh, but yeah, Skyrim. Of course, come on, man. Come yeah, on, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bastard for redownloading that shit. Yeah, bro. Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I, I love Twilight Princess. That's one of my favorite Zelda games. It's just yes, amazing. He didn't play that one. Mass Effect that one. Two. By far, one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. Maybe my favorite game of all time. We've discussed this several fucking times. Absolutely, Tekken Three. That's a by far one that's of a the great best fighting, fighting game. games ever. It was a little Arkham City. Okay, you are. We talked about this in the Patreon in depth. Don't know how I feel about that. Half Life Two. I love Half Life Two. Resident Evil Four. I'll, it changed everything. Resident Evil Four changed everything. Uncharted Two. Among Thieves. I never got into the Uncharted series, but I. It's something that I always felt like I would have enjoyed. Did you ever play it at all? A little bit. I just, Me too. I just never, never get got into it. Right? Yeah, just never could get into Maybe it. Maybe Tom Holland will bring us into it. The new face of I Marvel. I hope so. I hope so. Right. Uh, Golden Eye 007. Come on, That's fucking classic, classic dude. Just and uh, boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Bioshock. I love Bioshock. For sure. Uh, that's For sure. just amazing. NFL 2K1. Thousand percent one of the best sports games ever. 2K1. You could you could <laughs> you could fix up your ghetto apartment. Yep, let's go. <laughs> Half Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. Combat I, Evolved. Yeah. That was the first one, yeah. That was Yeah. Halo. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's, yeah, I love that game. I love that game. I'm thinking maybe Halo 2 though. It's I personally loved Halo Three more. Like that was my that was really the one that I got in on. Halos, Halos is the shit. It's I so can't good. wait for Halo yeah. Infinite. Halo Infinite. I might play that again. That might bring me back in the multiplayer shooting a different kind of way, especially on PC. For That's sure. Make me go get a yeah. That that'll bring if they do it right. I'm glad they delayed it. Don't fuck that up. Don't fuck that up. Don't fuck up one of the greatest eras of my game in history. But go ahead, my fault. No worries. Super Mario Odyssey. Come on, man. Classic. Modern classic. Fucking right. Metroid Prime. Perfect Dark. Breath of the Wild. GTA 5. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Soul Calibur. Gotta give it that. Like, For sure. Soul Calibur. GTA 4. Uh, that one I may not. I'm not a huge Underrated. GTA 4 though. Over time, going back to it, it's not one of my it's not my favorite GTA, but that's what it's still it's still better than most things that'll ever come out in this genre. I I can my see that. Opinion. It's 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 actually really good. It, I think the protagonist in that in GTA 4 kind of threw everybody off. It wasn't like something it was yeah, hard to connect. It to. was also a little darker. Uh, like it wasn't. As, yeah, it was. It wasn't as cartoony. It, 
it was more mafia style a little bit going into with GTA and they yeah. ramped it all the way back with GTA 5 and focused online. But GTA 4, like initially I remember being disappointed, but I played that game again. It was really good. It was around the same time that uh, Sleeping Dolls came out. Yeah. But, um, uh, and then the last two is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Right. Duh. And then Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which... I mean that's a it's a like pretty a good list. <laughs> it's a pretty good list, man. I'm not gonna lie. I right, argue with that. Let's see what else. I would want to add stupid stupid games though, like a prototype. But go ahead. Me or too. Infamous. Me too. The infamous one and two. Uh, I love prototype. But yeah. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, no, that game is not perfect. Epic it's Games lost uh, almost one eight hundred eighty one million and two hundred seventy three million on EGS in 2019, on the Epic Game Store in 2019 and 2020, respectively. And they're pushing it, though. They're, they've they've written that loss off. That was all planned. That was all planned. You could tell. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a war, just like it's a streaming war. Now it's becoming a gaming kind of streaming service war, and I'm, I'm here for it. Drive the prices down. Give us, give us more shit. Manja, manja, manja. Feed us the shit. Go ahead. Give it. Give it here. Well, let me not put that in the universe. Don't feed us shit. Um, Please don't. You know, R. Kelly video. You um, know what I mean? This is like, you know, feed us good things at, at good prices at competitive rates. I love it. <laughs> Last piece of news. Apparently, the Avengers can just not get a break here, but Update 1.3 broke the games on PS4 and PS5. So Really? <laughs> that's what it says. The update. Who's playing it yesterday? The update on PS. I mean, well, let me double check. Uh, it apparently made the game unplayable. Really? I was. I think. When? When? That? What date was this? Uh, looks like it went out to apply. It applied on April seventh. Fake news, man. I just played yesterday, two days ago. On it. Well, like the update right after the, I popped it on because it did do an update. Well, maybe it is broken. I'll fuck with it again today. But the, maybe I didn't play it long enough. That's the thing. Yeah, man. apparently game, a lot of people are claiming that it just kept crashing. Damn. Over and well, over. Well, never again. mind. There goes that. I'm glad you read the news. I'm glad you read the news, <laughs> and, it, and it all comes together like booty cheeks. Just like that. <laughs> we got anything <laughs> else today? Because I really no, don't, man. Bro, this look. I'm just glad to do it again. Uh, hopefully, it brings value. Like I said, it's a weird episode, but fuck it. This is what it is, man. This is what we do. This. What keeps the tribe strong, and really, it's about what what they come back with this weekend. Hopefully, you know, we just work some shit out. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I know you got some shit to do. You got people to meet and hands to shake and children <laughs> to greet. And I got babies to, to kiss. I'm a politician. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'd be the most honest politician ever. The system is broken, and I can't fix it. Don't vote for me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It'd be Brewster's Millions. You remember that? Do I remember? I love Brewster's Millions, man. He says you gotta do a giveaway pretty soon, just on some random fucking trivia shit to get that back going. Richard Price says, "Don't vote for me. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing." Because people, I do have one more thing. If you haven't seen Romeo Must Die, I really feel like that film still aged well. And it's, if you got time on a weekend or something, pop that in. All jokes aside with the DMX shit. It's just a fun film. 
with Jet Li and, and Aaliyah, and yeah. it's not that deep, but it's it's a it's great fun. Time. It's, it's a, a it's fun a, movie. Yeah, it's a reminder. Early ninety, I mean early twenty two thousand. Excuse me, uh, a little fun film instead of listening to Damien necessarily, but. I mean, that's pretty much all I got up in this week, man. Me too. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinions. Buddy. Miss you too, man. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, Twitter, stt underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. And to vaccine or not to vaccine, that is the question. <laughs> that is the question. The- For it is nobler in the mind. Good night.